the all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. And Toolmart, the complete tool centre, serving WA for over 40 years. This is Sports Day. Yes, you can join us any time on the Tempera Bedshed text machine and that number is 0487 736 736. What do you think about the sanction against the East Randall Football Club? As I mentioned, I believe it will be announced in coming days a two-game suspended sentence over the next two years and I think a $10,000 fine to go with the investigation into a salary cap and administrative breaches. Two-game suspended sentence over the next two years, and as well as that, a $10,000 fine. So they will start on a level playing field in 2024. The WAFL Premiers uh, and not copying uh, the same penalty that South Fremantle got this season where they started with negative eight points uh, with their two-game suspension. But uh, it was inflicted in the season just gone, 2023. All right, as we do on a Thursday, we get into the all-electric Kia EV6 GT supercar, the top seven biggest stories of the week. And as I do every Thursday, I'd love you to text me, 0487 736 736. What is, what is the biggest story of the week? See if you can get it right before we get to number one. We'll kick it off now. Number seven. Tried to withdraw and lunge and pull away from that, but too late. Here's Richarlison. Son can turn, Son can shoot, and Son can score. Ten minutes before half-time. Fulham have kept it really nicely. Away here and Son to set up the second, and Madison has slid it in. And Fulham again, authors of their own downfall. Well, when you look at news bulletins, whether it be TV or radio, they now feature Ange Postacoglu's Tottenham Hotspur every time the day after or the evening they play. And they've had their best start to a top-flight season in more than 60 years. And with a 2-0 win over Fulham, it sent them two points clear of the Premier League summit on Tuesday morning, our time. And great to hear Martin Tyler calling the action, who's returned back to television commentary after resigning from Sky Sports about three months ago. One of the best in the business. Number six. And obviously, Wembenyama sent off to that. There it is. The first points in the career of Victor Wembenyama. Yes, his debut game. And, of course, he scored the 19-year-old that everybody is talking about. And one wonders what uh, the future will hold. Uh, And for the first three quarters... The stat line wasn't impressive. What, six points, uh, two of four shooting, but uh, the jaw-dropping highlights seen in the preseason were mostly absent. Uh, a bit of foul trouble kept him on the bench for all but 16 minutes. But the fact 
that uh, he showed so much. An impressive rookie in San Antonio Wednesday night. Uh, it looks like it's going to be one heck of a season and he will have a huge following through this NBA campaign. Number five. I think for us it's um, a greater clarity for our program moving forward. Um, some really good clarity for our players. But, you know, re- reflect Mick. M- took us through the hub, um, through the COVID period, um, transitioning our list as well and has been our coach for the last three seasons and there's been some challenging times there um, with the group and, and the hub and things like that. But I think for this decision, it just gives us really good clarity for all of our players moving forward um, and the program as well. And uh, it's a really united group and looking forward to um, what we continue to build. And that's Michelle Cowan. She was featured on SEN's Run Home uh, uh, during the course of the week after Michael Pryor decided to step down immediately as coach of the AFLW team for the West Coast Eagles. Uh, Michelle Cowan is actually the head of the women's program at the Eagles, and she was speaking about uh, Michael Pryor. As we know, got himself in a bit of trouble uh, regarding some comments that he made after their huge 70-point loss to the Melbourne Demons about the fixturing of the AFLW competition. And there was probably no comeback from that. So after three seasons, he's stepping aside. And as Trevor Nisbet, the West Coast Eagles CEO, pointed out, they're now on the search for a brand new coach for the West Coast Eagles AFLW team for 2024. Number four. He's a perfect 10. Not only champion of Australia for a tenth time, but he is the best player on the planet again. He is not just the heir to greatness, he is greatness. Yes, and of course, Novak Djokovic headlines a new look United Cup and he's coming to Perth. We haven't seen him since 2013. We've got great memories of the old Hopman Cup and the United Cup is a bit similar. So we look forward to seeing Novak Djokovic here in Perth representing Serbia and five of the world's top 10 women and nine of the world's top 20 men will feature at this exciting, innovative mixed team event in 2020. Of course, it gets underway in that same window just after Christmas and into the first few days of the new year as all the top players come down under to prepare for the Australian Open at Melbourne Park. Number three. We've got a number of people now heading out the door indicating that Eddie Jones's days are numbered as Wallaby's head coach. Um, of course, he's contracted through till the end of 2027, but speculation has been right. He'll be leaving ever since uh, the start of the World Cup when there were reports that he'd taken an interview with Japan. Um, We now know that um, uh, his assistant coaches, um, additional staff, uh, the team manager um, are all going. They're all departed. Um, Some of them were only contracted through to the World Cup, um, some of them through to the end of the year but they're all gone. And uh, the fact that they weren't re-signed following that disastrous campaign in France is one thing, Uh, but also uh, when we read between the lines and the close relationship he had with the team manager and the circumstances around that, um, we understand that Eddie is on tenuous ground. 
So there you go, uh, and that uh, is Jamie Padderham from Code Sports. Uh, he was on Sports Day New South Wales suggesting that things are about to blow up at the Wallabies. The fact that a lot of the assistant coaches have been let go, and Eddie Jones looks like uh, he'll be given his marching orders as well. And we may see and hear more about that uh, in the next few hours, if not in the next 24 hours. Eddie Jones looks like he's out the door as coach of the Wallabies, as Jamie put out, after a disastrous uh, World Cup campaign where the Wallabies failed to get out of the pool stage. But saying that on a more positive note, it's a big weekend for World Rugby because it's the final of the World Cup in Paris and it will be the South African Springboks taking on the New Zealand All Blacks, the two best nations currently in World Rugby. Number two. Oh, yeah, sounded good. Plenty good enough over deep mid-wicket. 4-4-6, Maxwell to 89. Six more, Glenn Maxwell. That has gone a long way into the grandstand. Into the 90s. And again, Glenn Maxwell goes to 100. It'll be a no-ball free hit as well. A second World Club ton for Glenn Maxwell, his third in ODIs and on the same ground and the same pitch as Aidan Markram set the record not long ago. Maxwell has obliterated it by nine balls. Yes, uh, just repeating Glenn Maxwell, a record-breaking feat at the World Cup last night for Australia against the Netherlands. 106 of only 44 balls. Number one. But Russo has her pocket picked. And here's Sam Kerr. She's going to need some support. Kerr running at Bright. Kerr with a shot. Oh, I say that's incredible! There is no sports person in Australia, male or female, to top Sam Kerr right now. Yes, and viewed millions and millions and millions of times over. That goal that Sam Kerr struck after England went 1-0 up in the semi-final and she equalised for the Matildas at the recent FIFA Women's World Cup. And in about an hour and a half's time, she'll be uh, walking the Matildas team out in those Asian qualifiers for the Olympic Games just across the road from our SEN studios here at Optus Stadium at HBF Park in front of a capacity house as they take on Iran. The first of three games that will see the Matildas. And they are the biggest talking point, certainly, in sport on this side of the country, if not around the country at the moment. The exposure that they've received has been enormous, both by the fans and also by the media. The top seven biggest stories of the week, all thanks to the all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. Just before we take a break, let's get the latest from the leg up, Australia's fastest-growing tipping service, 
is Blake Johnston. G'day fellas, Cox Play weekend. It's an exciting time for everybody involved in the sport. Heading to the feature, I'm with one of the three-year-olds. I'm with Militarise. He sets up perfectly. He comes into the race with no weight on his back under weight for age conditions and he draws perfectly. His win in the Golden Rose was that of a good horse. The race was basically all over when he got clear, but he savaged the line and he got over the top of them to win. Then he went to the Caulfield Guineas. Nothing went right for him there. He got too far back in a race that wasn't run to suit and the headwind didn't help either. His horse that's going to eat up 2,000 metres. And if he's within striking distance, I reckon he can get over the top of them. Good luck if you follow, fellas. Yeah, good on you. Thanks very much, Blake. Get a leg up on the bookies with Australia's fast-growing tipping service, legup.com.au. And what's gambling really costing you? Feel free or for free and confidential support. You can visit gamblinghelponline.org. Dot au 24 past five. This is Sports Day WA with Peter Vlahos. We're going to look at the uh, big Hockey One program that's just got underway, uh, featuring our very own Perth Thundersticks. And also later in the program, we'll preview the Perth Glory match uh, in the A-League men's competition against Wellington Phoenix coming up on Saturday. So don't go away. This is Sports Day.